you listen to mama.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 87. It's um, May 25th, 2008, Memorial Day weekend. The Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. Dave. Man, that sounds uh, serious. Serious? Solemnity and most holy. Yeah, it does. Mm. You think it is? I think we're going to have to do something about that right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) In our inimitable fashion. You mean like just make something bad out of it, right? No, I don't mean to make something less solemn out of it, I think is what we have to do. That's our that's our uh, role in life. Okay. Take the take the starch out of things. Exactly. You know, when I hear that um, the theme song, I like. I want to hear the next verse. Like, can't can't you, can't you guys expand it into a, like a whole song? And that's Maybe. like part of it. Maybe I'd have to, you know, make something up. <laughs> that, that's certainly doable. I think. I think so. Make a make a video out of it. Oh yeah, I see. Like the the now it was two two hot babes did this, right? Yes. Okay. I see like sort of swaying and dancing or something, <laughs> and like pictures of you know the Pope or something in the background, or I don't know, you know, like like a like a you know like a slideshow or something. Or like you know, like they're walking in front, like they're almost there, like they're in in Rome or something. I mean, they have different outfits on. <laughs> We're talking about hot babes here. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, but I mean, they could be wearing. Maybe they're wearing like a nun's outfit in one. Maybe they're like look like you know, just dressed like tourists or something in another one. You know, so the whole video. So I should take them to Rome. Is that what you're saying? Well, you really ought to. It's true. I should. Why not? Why not? But anyways, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yes, indeed. Believe it or not, I digress. Uh, well, you know, I want, did want to wish my sister Laurie a happy birthday today. Today is her birthday. Really? Yeah, May 25th. Wow. 19. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's right. Women like to lie about how old they are. She's younger than I am. That's right. That's all that matters. I lie about how old I am now. I just refuse to say <laughs> that lying. <laughs> you know, I think it's like uh, it, 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 there's something about the five number, like the five zero. It's as if I'm, it's, it's if I'm like putting a label on being like radioactive, you know, or hazardous waste. You know, it's like five zero. Oh, you know, it's, it's like wait a minute, you've really crossed. You've crossed the border there. So, you know. That's I, right. You're definitely on the downhill side. <laughs> You're decaying. Yeah. I don't want you. You're decaying. Uh, I, You know, what they don't realize is I, I've been decaying for years before this. You know, it, 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 you know that's, that's, a, that's an assumption that things just started now. Nah, that's not true. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> So you're saying that your most holy body and blood ain't what it used to be? Is that what you're saying? Well, I I think it's pretty good so far. I mean, <laughs> well, good. It's like it's like bread on a shelf that is like a couple of days old, 
And, you know, that bread could be perfectly fine. Especially if you toast it. Well, yeah, especially if you toast it and put a bunch of stuff on it and cut off all the <laughs> cut off all the bad parts. I'd like a piece of that bread, is what I'm saying, Ryder. Okay. You know, if you just kind of take it, treat it well, cut off a few of the bad parts, I'm highly edible. Make French toast out of you. Make French toast. I am part French, so that would work, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But we digress once more. Uh, so anyways, how about these readings? Take two. Take two? Okay. Yeah, here's the great thing about, you know, because we don't have to be concerned about certain things is, you know, we can just tell people that we already started the show and got about four or five minutes into it and realized it sounded like crap, so we're redoing it. But I liked the readings this week, Ryan. You did? I did. You know, I thought they had a pretty clear unifying theme there, and as we were mentioning in the earlier opening, which was so much better than this one, (laughs) that... (laughs) where they were talking about the solemnity of the most holy body of the and blood of Christ, that that's a very, that sounds very important to me. Doesn't it sound important to you? Yeah, you know. I, why, I think, why solemnity? Oh, that just means it's a big deal, high feast today. And oh. I, I, see, I think in Lexington they're having a parade or something, walking around with Jesus or something. No kidding. Yeah, downtown or something. I don't know. You get a fair amount of Catholics there in Lexington? We're not the majority. I don't know. But, you know, we... The presence... Well, we got a lot of, um, you know, (laughs) illegal aliens here. Yeah. Who are kind of Catholic. They're they're helping things. Yes, a lot of migrant workers. They're they're raising the... uh, Well, that's, uh, you know, here in Arizona, definitely. Like, Catholics are really on the rise. So it's it's the biggest religion down here in AZ. Hmm. Got a quarter of the population. Solid. So, so there's that. Um, I mean, if you go, you know, uh, west about 85 miles, you're in Louisville. That's a big Catholic town. Is it? Washington, not so much. Yeah. But you know, we're we're moving. You're holding your own. Huh? That's right. That's good. So anyways, these readings. What do you want to say about the readings? Well, here's the part that got me. I mean, I've seen these readings, and you go, yeah, man in the desert, and we're trying to associate, you know, that bread from heaven with the new bread from heaven and how it's all the body and blah, blah, blah. But the part that kind of, you know, struck me today was the um, part about how this food was unknown to your fathers. Hmm. I mean, it's the last line in the first reading. And brought forth, and it was food unknown to your fathers. Right. And if you if you go to the gospel, and it says, uh, "This is the bread that came down from heaven, unlike your ancestors who ate and still died. Whoever eats this bread will live forever." So it's also sort of unknown to your fathers. Right. But he's saying both of these things; these are new things that God is doing for you, giving to you something. I went, hmm, interesting. Does that mean we can still get new things today? Well, I would hope so. Yeah. Would you? I, well, I hope so. Yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, we've got that Heilsgeschichte, the intervention of God in the life of his right. people, and I think there's always. So. Well, I think, I think we're evolving. People are evolving, and... Oh, I don't that, think we're evolving. You don't think so? No. I think we're just as stupid as we were before, and we still need God every day to say, stop that, do this. <laughs> 
but I think he does. So. Well, but what I meant by that is that, you know, the message, the way that God would speak to someone, you know, a band of tribal people in desert many thousands of years ago versus, you know, the way he would speak to us today would be different just because we have a different understanding of the world, a different understanding of our place in it. I'm not saying, you know, we're as prone to human weaknesses as we ever were, but I think the message would have to be different, and is different. Hmm, maybe. I, I mean, if you think about it, though, go back to when Jesus was here, right? Roman times. Mm-hmm. Like those Romans were all full of themselves, right? sure. and and they were filled with decadence and this, and then you had the Jewish people fighting with them and you know political upheavals and trying to take over and and the Roman citizens had you know their whole Roman roads and aqueducts and they were the high engineering people of the world and they made the you know all the stuff and they were. You know, and and then your point is hubris is hubris. Well, yeah, and and the people were living with hunger, you know, and and invading other countries. And how is that different than today? I don't know. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it is different. It's probably very similar. I mean, I think your 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 point's well taken. I I, I guess where I was going with these readings, I was thinking. This, this is, there's all this about the bread of life and, and what is what really feeds you and I was thinking that you know there's the level of listening to scriptures and listening to spiritual people and listening to interpretations of that but I also think that this happens on a more mundane level just in everybody's life, you know. So that's what I was kind of going in terms of the message being different is, you know, what what feeds you, Reiner, Dirt? <laughs> <laughs> what feeds your spirit? Uh, good question. Isn't that, isn't that a question we all should be asking? I mean, what really feeds us? And don't we wind up doing a lot of things that don't feed us? I, I, I think that's what I was where I was thinking in terms of our just contemporary society, that how much we do that doesn't really you get down to the very aspect of junk food and just you know, just kind of what we put into our bodies and also what we put into our spirits and what we put into our psyches and how we feed ourselves. I think that is one difference between now and previous times is that there's so much more product in a way, and you know a lot of it is nonsense or or not healthy and what have you. But really, see, I think it's the same. Hmm. I mean, if you think about that movie like The Gladiator, for instance. See, I immediately thought of Life of Brian. <laughs> Did you? That's that's where I went. <laughs> no, see, I'm but thinking. You know that even then they manipulated the crowds with bread and circuses, right? Mm. I mean, they gave them shows and food. It's the same thing they do today. What's on TV? You get this food. You know, who's special here? And go see this show. And mm. you know, advertising. Of course, you know, ooh, buy this 
aftershave lotion and get laid. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. which one is that? <laughs> I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. There. You know, I have an aftershave. I have a, a cologne that I I don't wear. It's called Eternity. And I thought, well, that's how long the smell lasts. <laughs> you know, that, that's probably because I hate cologne. Anyway, sorry. It's uh, neither here nor there. But your yeah, your your point is that it's the same types of manipulations that occur. Right. But then, see, you look at the second reading, and it's about a loaf of bread, you know, a jug of wine and 50 fowl. That's how it goes, something like that. Anyway, we all partake of the one loaf, and then we're one body. I mean, it's a it's a powerful, you know, symbol, yeah. Yeah. image, this whole I'm the bread of life and eat me and become part of me and right. we all become one with God and but you know uh, to me that's gotten to be trite I mean it shouldn't be it's still powerful but but I still kind of went hmm well there is something so interesting and primal about eating and eating together eating the same food whether it's bread or what have you that it, it, it does you know why do people why is going out to dinner with friends or a loved one why is that such a special thing you know because, we, because eating alone sucks well <laughs> but why? Because we really want the connection with somebody else. Right, right. And but but you know, we you could also go just and sit next to them and hold their hand. That's which is true. nice to you know, depending <laughs> on whose hand you're holding. But um but there is something unique about eating something. It's it's almost like you're creating the same substance in both of you by what you put into your body or similar anyways. Or you're sharing the experience. Um, I mean, I think that's why this imagery is so powerful, and why you know why it's been so powerful over the centuries too, just because the, the real communal nature of eating together and, and what you what you create within you. Because I think that's what, that's a lot of what even going to church or going you know doing something as opposed to you know an individual spiritual path. I mean, you're right. you're really we're, going for we're the same building food. something using the same. Um, materials, right? You're saying, yeah, that'd be that's a good point. Right. Um, so, anyway, I never, I, I never I, looked at it from that point of view before, Dave. Good job. Yeah. Oh well, thanks. <laughs> hey, yeah, I hit it every now and then, every you know, fifteenth time, I get something right. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the readings, and then and then you know, I was thinking that just the evolution of that from from the from the desert. Moses, and then you get into the the whole, you know, the whole thing about eating bread and or eating my body and drinking blood, and, and and you know, I could see where that imagery would be very foreign to people when they first hear it, you know, because it's a, it's it's really a very highly symbolic language, you know, whether you know the, the actual um, theology of it aside, you know, it's it's the the language of it is very. Well, what are you what are you saying? How can I do this? What what do you mean? You know, um, but it even makes it more uh, imminent that you know this is you know you're not just this is you become this is part of this mystical union that you have from from doing this. You actually become a part of this whole thing. And if we try to pervert that, then we get like zombies and vampires, right? <laughs> We're going back to our glory days of the zombie show. Huh? Well, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, 
That's true. I mean, that's part of the argument they're having here. How can I do these things? You think, you know, if you take this literally, then you end up there. Right. <laughs> right. Or, or cannibalism or something. I, you know, it just made me think that, you know, on some on some level, we you can get into that sort of zombieism and cannibalism with people. You know, it, you know, it, if you're in a sense feeding on them. You know, just chew whether, them up and spit them out. Right, whether it's psychologically, sexually, intellectually, whatever. However, people do that. I mean, you you're not yeah. sharing. You're not you're not in this sort of mystical union. You're in this um, relationship of exploitation. And I think that happens quite a bit with life. You know, it's like I want to get fed, so you feed me. Uh, you do this for me. Uh, you make me feel this way, or you give me pleasure, you know, whatever. You know, people start to think of others as their food. That's a cheery thought. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? I mean, don't you think? Because we, we're so hungry. It's all about, I mean, these readings are, to to me, they're all about how you feed yourself and what what you feed yourself with. And I think the choices that people make oftentimes are they feed on each other. We feed on each other. And it's not the prettiest thing, but it happens. And it's not ultimately that satisfying, I don't think. Yeah. It's true that if you don't have, if you're not breaking bread with people, then you're... <laughs> you're breaking people. I guess. You need to get some sort of like you're saying, energy, nourishment, somehow. You, life is change and growth, and, you know, you need something. So if yeah. you have nothing, then you just become cancer and eat yourself up. Or, eat or, yourself up, eat something else. People around you, exactly. Or all the other things that happen around food, you become gluttonous because you can never, you never feel full, you never feel satisfied. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of things are, are, or or you become anorexic and you don't want to touch it at all. Right, right. You become afraid of it. You become right. afraid of nourishment, or afraid of food, or people, or love, or. And this is a cheery. We're getting cheery again. So what does this have to do with foosball, Nate? Any? I, I was going to go back to Life of Brian and do the Vini Vidi. What was that thing? The Latin thing? You probably remember it. Vini Vidi Vici. Well, no. It, it, he he had to write a, he had to write like a, a thousand times on the wall like I will respect Romans or something, or, or actually he he no he was he was doing graffiti, <laughs> that's what it was, and he wrote like a, that like Romans suck or something or whatever, <laughs> and then like one of the what were they called the uh, they had a specific name from centurions came up or something, and and started to correct his grammar. I guess he was using probably the past uh, superlative tense or something, and he should have been using it. And so he had put this like a thousand times all over the wall, like Roman suck. He said, no. And the guy said, you don't want to say that. And then, and then they chased him. Anyways, that was one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And what this has to do with foosball, Reiner? Well, when I play foosball, I usually got like hamburgers or a slice of pizza no, while I was playing. You did not. And that was good. No, at Hamilton's. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd want, I wouldn't have it right there when I was playing, but, you know, I wanted to have, I mean, you, know, you needed nourishment in order to play. Beer. To keep your strength up. 
and you need a beer. Well, that's true, which is oddly enough connected with um, bread, right? Because it's made out of grain. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Brought that one home, huh? Oh, yeah. That was, you know, straight up uh, sacrilegious right there. (laughs) We'll go with it. But no matter how much bread you eat or how much bread you have, it still is. No sex for you. Well, not necessarily. Because that's another thing. If you have enough bread, quote unquote, mm-hmm. then sometimes you can buy that. Kind of like in that movie again, right? What movie? Office Space. That's right. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'd sit on my ass. Two chicks at the same time. Because <laughs> I think if I had a million dollars, I could hook that up. Because chick dig news with money. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the bread. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I had a. Um, so what else do we want to talk about with this? I, I kind of like these readings. I think it's food for thought. No pun intended. That about you know how we feed ourselves, what we really feed ourselves with, you know, with a communal nature. There's a lot in there. The communal nature eating versus eating each other uh, and becoming zombies um, (laughs) or blood sucking (laughs) blood sucking vampires or werewolves. So I know there's there's a lot of good symbolism and a good kind of juicy stuff in here. Don't you think? Yeah, it's deep and thick, and I'm just not in the mood for it today, though, that's all. What are you in the mood for? I don't know. Maybe wine. Can I have some of that? You can have some wine. That'd be like blood. I should go bake some bread and open up a bottle of wine. How would that be? That sounds good. It does sound good. You should share that with somebody. I should. Some some sweet woman. That's who you should share that with. That'd be good. Yeah, I'd recommend that. Right, well, I'm, I'm I'm off to Kroger to get some uh, <laughs> bread to throw in the oven. And you should make it from scratch. Yeah, I think I still wouldn't need. I don't have yeast around the house, Dave. You know. You don't. I think I think it expires. You know, if you buy yeast and you don't use it, it dies. So you can't just keep yeast around. You gotta use it. So. Those are wise words, Reiner. <laughs> Thank you. So I have this thing from Transworld News, which I have no idea what Transworld News. Maybe it's maybe it's Reverend Sung Young Moon runs it. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. But anyways, this was written. By, this woman named Donna Sinclair wrote this thing about bread is spiritual, and so I'm just going to read a few excerpts from here. So one of the things she says here, or the person that did this article about her says, because she wrote this book, so it's a kind of a review of this book. So making, enjoying, sharing, and and the communion of bread is a healing spiritual act, according to author of a new book, Spirituality of Series. And her name's Sinclair, who wrote this book, and she says, Sinclair feels enjoying bread is a spiritual act and offers four thoughts to savor. Bread offers connection. Through bread... Demeter, the goddess of grain, bound herself to her daughter. Jesus connected with his friends, and we connect with our families. And she says, bread gives us calm. 
is the opposite of fast food. You cannot make bread in 10 minutes. And the slow work of kneading and shaping and meditating heals our overscheduled lives. Because bread demands peace. You cannot grow grain in a battlefield. Well, you probably could. I bet harvesting it would probably be tough. <laughs> um, bread rises up out of the past into our fractured postmodern age. We question all our assumptions and struggle to find a reason for existence. The making of bread gives meaning. There is no rational explanation for this. The healing power of making bread has nothing to do with the mind and everything to do with the wisdom of the hands. And then she finally says, bread carries many messages. I love you. Welcome home. Be well. Be strong. And oh, yes, remember me. Sinclair muses about our power that made bread to mark every celebration and turn every dinner into a feast. So there's that, and I remember a couple of memories I have of bread were when I was a kid, I had these French aunts, and I remember going over there and just the smell of this bread that they make. It was like the best bread in the world. I always loved having that stuff. And then the other thing I remember was walking through Italy and just having some cheese and some some meat from... Oh, those moon rocks. Yeah, the moon rocks. Yeah. And, and the moon rocks. <laughs> So I have some good memories of bread. Do you got any bread memories with it? I, I like those things, too. I'm seriously, yeah, bacon, fresh-baked bread, it's good. Seriously, I, I'm going to go out to the store right now and buy some cool. bread-making stuff. Cool. Because it's a feast today, and I've already got some wine in the fridge here, so I'll just pop that open and celebrate the most holy body and blood of Christ. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Make some bread out there, folks. Alrighty. See ya. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.